Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with a number of an idea. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Virtual, and it's actually f- we come up with five sketch ideas. Oh, that's right. Man, <laughs> I was so confident. I was so confident. I actually stopped listening to myself. Yeah, it's because okay. I was I, I I went into it aware that like I fucked this up a couple of times recently, and I thought that the awareness of that would carry me through. And I'm and I was if like, anything had blinded you. It's okay, brain. There's no way. There's a no way that my brain would get this wrong. Um, given given that I'm now I'm now aware, it would be it would be so obnoxious. Yeah. To then continue to make the mistake, but um, yeah, can't be trusted. Um, Alistair, what do you think of this as a sketch idea? Yeah. Right? Is it somebody in the middle There's of a, a guy... river who, I mean, has somebody swims to the middle of a river, and yes. there's always somebody underwater who performs um, <laughs> sex acts on them. <laughs> okay. I was like, I you know, I heard you say the word performs, yeah. and then I, I and then I was like, I was in the headspace of like. Well, it's going to be some sort of a sex act. Normally, of the few, of the things that you perform, what mm. is there? Like, there's surgery. Yeah. There's performances, obviously, performance. and then there's sex acts. But yeah. I thought there's no way Alistair would interrupt my sketch idea that I was about to say <laughs> to start the podcast yeah. with a sex act idea. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the problem is that there's a current, right? So then, if you do, if you do the sex act. <laughs> With a person, then you you have to accept that you're going to be a number of hundreds yeah. of meters down the road, maybe even a couple of kilometers. Maybe you might even mm. go down some rapids. Well, what what if that is the sex act? What if the sex act is that you swim out into a river? Yeah, and it's beautiful boulders on the sh- it's a shallow river. Yeah, um, with beautiful soft you know mossy and 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 round boulders all yeah. across the bottom of it that it's it's it the water moves quite fast it's quite choppy and you can just sort of lie there face down yeah. while your genitals whatever they may be yeah. are sort of caressed as you bounce over these um these yeah. these, I mean, I these guess, rocks i guess the the greatest sexual organ is the mind and so you could <laughs> just go into yeah. the thing and um and Smash actually, your head against the. Well, rocks. there's nobody. There's nobody in the water. It's just you <laughs> masturbating whilst thinking of <laughs> things as you float down the river. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, so that's the first sketch idea. Well, Whacking off in a river. It's sort of, it's like at a very kind of at a high pace. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Is it a- and do you try and do you try and time it so that you ejaculate at the exact moment that you go over like Niagara Falls or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think survival is the game there. 
has anybody, is there any, you know, um, I mean, there's obviously there's a genres of pornographic entertainment that involve people making love outdoors, right? Yeah. Some people like that. But is it ever the great outdoors? Are the outdoors, the beauty of the outdoors, is that ever part of the experience? And so are there any mm. that, you know, that feature, you know, sweeping majestic shots of Niagara Falls so that you can enjoy that majesty yeah. at the same time? I think maybe it would all be about you taking it in, not about the camera. Because if you're, you know, like, it's, I think it's really like, you know, let's say you are having sex in the great outdoors or mm. masturbating or whatever. It's about slowing down your breathing and mm. taking in that I'm taking in the great outdoors kind of breath where you go. Yeah, right. Like that, you know, mm. that breath. Mm. And so it's really like you, it goes yeah. it goes completely counter to the instincts of the person doing the work to get themselves close to orgasm because the breath gets shorter. <laughs> yeah, shallower. That's, that's indoor breathing, not great outdoor breathing. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? And so the, maybe um, the breath still shortens, but it shortens from like from this to that's that's roughly a wow. That's a cum breath. Yeah, yeah. That was you were getting really frantic there. I could yeah. tell. So is there a sketch idea in this? In, in, oh, in any of this? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna write whacking off down river and then. <laughs> Um, has any? I mean, I, it does make me wonder. Has anybody ever stood on the on the top of, you know, Niagara Falls or Victoria Falls or you know, whatever the, those highest ones are in South America? Is it is it Angel Falls? Maybe. And 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 ejaculated off the off the top of. You think? Um, yeah. That. I think that could be good. I mean, you may as well just like you know, why not be a base jumper and do it while you're falling. Why not? Yeah, I mean, why uh, not? I mean, there's got to be somebody who's whacked off, fall, like jumping out of a plane or something. I'm so sorry for any new listeners. <laughs> uh, um, imagine this is the first episode, and they go, "Well, let's see what this is all about." Uh, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if that would be possible for somebody. I don't know if that would be. Yeah, well, for I you wonder, to be in free fall. I wonder whether in the achieve. river. Whether, you know, well, actually, you know, if you were doing it out of a plane, but a plane mm. that was high enough, then it probably would restrict the oxygen. Would it be like, like that thing that people do where they choke themselves? Sure, sure. That's really interesting. Is it the, is it the, is it the bl- oxygen or the, or is it the blood flow that, that restricts it? And I, cause I guess the, 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 the blood is carrying the oxygen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I suppose an interesting one of one of the challenges would be that, like, if you're just choking your head, yeah. right, you're limiting the oxygen to your brain, but presumably, you know, other parts of your body are still able to get the oxygen mm. and get the blood to sort of do the stuff that you need to do to be, get yourself to where you need to go. It'd be terrible but, if you were doing that, and it's like because you know, mm. not only you're not getting oxygen to your brain, but then also your foot gets a bit tingly or something like that. Mm-hmm. Be very yeah, distracted, exactly. take away from the orgasm. <laughs> um, but yes, as you know, as indeed it might be if you were instead, I don't know, fired into the upper stratosphere where mm. the lower air pressure 
yeah you know just yeah, there's just less oxygen concentration i think the overall um drop in in your physical performance would yeah would outweigh any of the benefits yeah. and i wonder whether if you were going fast enough right and you just got your like what if you took like the opposite of viagra a thing that mm. keeps your your penis soft right and then mm. you were to just <laughs> yeah. whip it out while you're falling without having to touch it with your hands i reckon it would slap against your body <laughs> at such a rate <laughs> like that yeah that that because i've heard i only just heard in the last two weeks that people you know i think people who are who are on certain hormones uh can't get erections but you can still reach an orgasm without that's erections. crazy so you then if you were if you were doing that whilst falling out of a plane and there was enough vibration <laughs> like that just slapping against your own leg or whatever your belly mm. then you wouldn't even have to you know your arms would be so strong i mean you know from not being tired <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's great. No, it's really something to think about. Well, I mean, think about um, this. All the strength that you instantly get when you don't go to the gym and your arms aren't all tired mm. from going to the gym. Mm. Yeah, they don't talk about that, do they? No, because the, it, right the, after you, going to the gym, you're actually quite a fair bit weaker. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, those people coming out of the gym <laughs> are probably the best people to uh, uh, challenge. Yeah. That's right. Um, maybe try and mug them, or especially if or it's their just first ask time. them for an an arm fight. You know, That's an right. arm fight, an arm battle. Yeah, yeah. Just arm, arm you know, on arm. You, yeah, where where they you you say okay, just lay down your arm on this thing on this bench, and then you come down with your arm and you just drop your arm on their arm and crush it. Mm, like that. Yeah, and then, right. And then they get a turn, but then you say no. Nah. Mm. I'm done. I mean, this would be a good scene in a um, in a sci-fi, yeah. right? Um, where it's an they go, it's an arm wrestle, yeah. right? But what they actually do is they sort of sever the arm, yeah, the arms, and they attach a little a little sort of mechanism thing just to the stump, right, of the chopped off arm. Yeah. So it seals it off and there's maybe a couple of beeping lights on there, yeah. right, flashing lights. And then they chuck the arms into a sort of a pit like a dog fighting ring. Yeah. And the arms just sort of wrestle each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and attack and, you know, launch themselves at each other like snakes. Like a Greco-Roman arm wrestle. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you just, you pour oil on them and they... <laughs> yeah. And they just wrestle. and everyone is gathered around, all cheering oh, for their favorite arm. I do like a sci-fi, sci-fi Greco-Roman arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I guess that the little stump thing that you put on there has some sort of little sentient thing that allows the arm to sort of operate independently, or maybe you're still controlling it. Yeah, remotely, but it'd be so different because but, maybe maybe through that thing that they put at the end of your stump. Mm. 
nub. I wonder if the best thing to do would actually be to sort of run around on the fingers. Oh, yeah. And uh, then s- smack the other arm with the arm stump like like uh, giraffe's neck wrestling. Or like a scorpion tail. Mm, oh, that well, would be... Or, or I suppose yeah. you could... You could crawl it around like a like one of those bendy worms mm. you know and maybe yes, with, maybe like, maybe with the fingers behind it propelling it forward like a like a uh, like a, a boat engine you know yeah right <laughs> helping You're it sort bend. of squirming along like yeah. that because i mean because yeah. i guess the feet could i mean the fingers could be at the front pulling it along or they can be at the back propelling the bend you know like I'm going to put an arm wrestling scene in my sci-fi book. Have you got a sci-fi book? Sci-fi book. Well, you know, I started writing a novel ages ago, like over a year ago, and I wrote a chapter and a half, and then I gave up. It's a very good idea, but I'm going to put an arm wrestling scene in. Where the arms themselves wrestle? Yeah, yeah. Arm on arm. Arm on arm that way it's violence. a fair fight. Yeah. Mm. I think that's really good. I'm going to put you. an arm wrestling scene in my sci-fi book. <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, Alistair. You know what would be really okay, interesting? What do you think if we this? both wrote sci-fi yep. books, but we had to do use the same idea. Exactly the same. All, all the chapters are the same. No. You have the same title. It has the same story. It has the exact same story. But then we just write our own versions of the story. That would actually be pretty cool, mm. you know. Jewel and yep. jewel and sketches, jewel and novels. Yeah. Do do ding ding. Gonna make you read my book tonight. <laughs> I don't know why I would force um, somebody to read my book. What was your original idea, Andy? <laughs> this was the idea, right? It's a guy. He's walking down an alleyway. Yeah. Right. And uh, I somebody underwater uh, a man jumps out, right? Yeah, and he says, "Give me your knife!" And he holds up a wallet at him. Give me your knife! And he's giving you, yeah. I guess, threatening him, him with a wallet or something Don't like that. Don't pay me! Yeah. Don't give me that. <laughs> he's like, I don't want any trouble. Yeah. Just give me your knife. No, wait. No, no, no. He goes. <laughs> he goes. Get get your knife out. Out from, you know, your, your ankle, mm. you know, whatever, out from your thing. And like that, he goes, now stick it into my shoulder. No, <laughs> no. Do it now or I'll but put he, this wallet in your pocket. Well, he's shoving note after note into your sort of chest pocket, I guess, of your jacket maybe mm. or or he's Multiple opening the times. wallet putting money in the wallet like that and then he's threatening to put it uh, in your pocket oh yeah i see what you mean yeah yeah yes. um but i was thinking i'm sorry i'm ruining your idea was, so, 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 no 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 but i was thinking also i'm trying to dredge this up something about like Oh, well, how a bank and a gun shop are kind of the opposite of each other, right? Wait, a what and a what? A a bank and a gun shop, right? That you can take a gun into a bank Mm. and make them give you money. 
or you can take money into a gun shop and make them give you a gun and maybe it would be it would be simpler yes if combine the two <laughs> to combine the two in some way that every time you know you get money out you should also get a gun out yeah or you take a you know if you could just get the gun people to take their guns into gun shops and use them to Get more guns? No, it doesn't quite work, does it? Um, mm. Or, yeah, Let's I mean, I see. suppose, you know, basically the exact same sketch mm. of um, a of the of my knife wallet man yeah. would be somebody going into a bank with a gun and then getting them to give them money in exchange for the gun or maybe like a burglar a bank robber who's stupid and doesn't understand the the system and they think that they give the gun to the bank teller in exchange for the money, maybe? Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, as in, like, in a bank robbery? Mm, in a bank robbery type scenario. I you mean, know, maybe, maybe there's a really stupid guy yeah, at yeah, a yeah. bank robbery meeting group they're meeting up to plan the bank robbery yeah yeah. and then maybe it's just two guys that way you know you got mm, the contrast and you don't have to keep up with what all the characters are up to all the other characters yeah that's great and that way you know we we can be pretty guaranteed of getting cast in one of the main roles you and me yeah that's right because the thing is is that if we put in too many roles in there they could easily (laughs) try to get Get you know some big. Okay, go, oh, right. I realize exactly what I said made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there were more roles, we'd be even more guaranteed of getting one of the roles. That's I would true. hope. Yeah, but but if there's less roles, do you think we're more guaranteed one of the main roles? Oh, it could be. Yeah. Because I mean, is this our show? But there's producers who are pushing for more famous um, people to be in it. Well, I mean, this is never—it's never really been discussed, Alistair, whether or not the show that we're coming up with all these sketches for on two in the think tank is a show that has us in it. I mean, the the broader reality yeah. of the extended think tank universe—we haven't really gone into the world building enough to to answer that question. Oh, that's a good point. But anyway, look, there'd be a stupid guy at the 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 meeting. The, the bank robbery planning meeting yeah and and he keeps asking questions he he does he doesn't understand the concept of stealing things and he thinks that the they are exchanging the guns for I mean, the money it would be great i think if we actually saw him in action you know if maybe the guy at the beginning goes no you sure you got this he goes yeah i got it like that and then he gets to the bank and then he goes, mm. here you go, bank teller, one money, please. With any hands over uh, the gun. No, Alistair, I, I disagree. I think it's funnier it, to see people sitting around, <laughs> possibly at a boardroom table, yes. talking about doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, much funnier than them yeah, actually I mean, doing that I guess that then thing. we don't need to film it in a bank or, um, or you know, mm. set up even like a small shot that could look like it could be in a bank. You know, and then Mm-mm. and then we can just shoot all of our boardroom meeting things. Of course, these people have access. They they just rent an office. You know, when they're not robbing banks. Mm. 
and we can set it in there in their sure. shared workspace <gasps> it's a yeah, shared no, workspace I mean, but you realize that one of the people you're sharing the workspace with with is a um is a criminal mm. you know what no but i've, I've thought so we've we've got at uh at the corner to that go. is actually that is actually very funny alistair yeah that is a sketch idea yeah a a a criminal gang yeah you know who is using one of those very modern flexible shared working spaces to plan their heists or whatever yeah and then but they i guess they're using like the the communal whiteboard and stuff like that but then when people come mm. and look at them they they go get away from me <laughs> you, should, oh. you should probably just get your own space you know they've got they've got some of their meth cooking equipment in the kitchenette uh they i mean a a criminal's shared workspace right mm. is quite it's quite good i mean you know yeah, either but it's, one, for, it's for it's for criminals so we we set it up and then like multiple gangs and also sole trading criminals you know um, can utilize the space exactly right, and we have communal meth making. It doesn't make sense for all the gags to have their own, you know, economically speaking, to have their own meth kitchen. That's right, right. So we have a a meth kitchenette that everybody a can use. Kitchenette. We have bookable torture rooms, <laughs> right? Eh? There's what we have bookable bookable torture rooms. Well, that's right, because especially like owning all that torture equipment yourself, it's mm. so many single mm. use things. <laughs> exactly, you actually don't torture nearly as much as you think you're going to do. Yeah, and then when you do, you actually just you use each bit of torture like one time because you just want to get through all the different gadgets that you've got yourself for causing pain. Right, find out which exactly. ones you prefer and stuff. Were you yeah, were you were you laughing at the phrase meth kitchenette? Yeah. Because yeah. um uh, I, I just said it but then I, in retrospect I think it is funny. Yeah, in and retrospect. I know, I thought yeah, Andy's so deep in this, he didn't even enjoy <laughs> this perfect Andy joke that Andy would only Andy would make. Um but I uh yeah, I don't know I don't know what else you could you can do you could do with that as a as a concept. Well, I think that was a lot. Um, I mean, I was thinking about, you know, something that you could do as a piece of art, right? Yeah. You know, this would be some some serious art, is you could get old cigarette advertisements, right? And just change the product to be meth. Yeah. Or maybe heroin. Yeah. Right? And you just you, So you just change the text and everything else... It's exactly the same. Yeah. Contact. Content. And then all the people who you know. smoke meth, they'll be like, oh, that makes me want some right now. <laughs> and that'll be funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of, the, one of the things about meth is that you really don't have to advertise it, do you? No, you don't I have mean, to. these puppies sell themselves. These puppies, yeah. Well, they, well actually, or at least there's a lot of – it's kind of more like that um, – Remember that um, that company that sold LuLaRoe or Lul, you know, that sold those leggings, mm. you know, and just like they would just sell it to people who sell leggings in their house. Lululemon? Their house. Lul, no, no, that's Lululemon is another company that sells leggings, but um, leggings, 
scam. Let's let's see what the company was called. I'll just type that oh, in. Oh, is there a le- it, was it a legging scam? Well, it wasn't. It was Lularoe, but it was it. It kind of became a bit scammier. But it was basically these really great le- leggings that over time became less great, and that, mm. um, and that people were kind of having to buy a big amount up front and then sell it themselves from their house and just kind of have like you know. Uh, anyway. I can't, because I've I've spent so long on this I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> drugs. Oh, that, drugs. yeah, yeah that, that that's kind of what drugs is is that you just buy some and you have to. And there's a big expenditure up front, but then you get you you sell it yourself, and so you could be left with all this stock that you don't know what to do with. <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> I think a a selling a highly addictive enjoyable drug as a multi-level marketing scheme mm. and your like your family is really worried about you getting into it not because of the drug element but because it's an because it's an MLM <laughs> and it's exploitative family okay right family concern you know that sounds um, wait wait. So what's the thing? Well, well, if I all I need is to to sign up three people to sell the meth for me, <laughs> and then I get to keep some of that profit, and then whoa, that sounds like a multi level marketing scheme. <laughs> I don't think you should get into this. Um, um, I don't know what point we're making with that sketch. I think it's, it's, it's you know how no, I like to know what point we're making. Yes, I know. Well, hmm, could we shift this to being in a boardroom? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would help me understand the point a bit more. Um, it's uh, it's a and it's a it's just a miss a the word is like it's not misaligned. It's mis it's like misdirected focus. Mm, yes. Um, yes. They're they're missing the point. They're burying the lead, or whatever you would say. Well, I mean, they're 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 getting a point, um, just the the not as important one. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. In, I mean, what would advertisements for addictive drugs look like? I mean, I suppose they would look like the advertisements that they have in America for what are essentially addictive drugs, right? Like. Did they have advertisements for like, what's that opioid that it was it Xanax? What was uh, the one Xanax that everyone? A, no, a Oxy, Oxycon, Oxycontin. Yeah, was that the Were one that the Oxy? I don't know. Contin. Are you ads. looking it up? Well, yeah, I could. I mean, um, yeah, maybe not. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. How about this then? You know, I Oxy think I mean continental breakfast. Oxycontinental breakfast. Mm. Okay, I I like the name. Thank you. <laughs> I like the name. I just this this the I guess it's just that it's breakfast that is oxycontin. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um we have talked about continental breakfast on the show in the past, haven't we? I think so. I mean, it's hard not yeah. to talk about continental breakfast. Yeah. Um, so I'll just write down oxycontinental breakfast. 
Yeah, I mean that's a breakfast in bed, isn't it? That's a yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things that people, you know, because America's going through a, um, a you know, opioid a, crisis. Opioid, opioid cri- crisis. You could probably easily say, like, you could imagine people in the future looking back, and so that America is at this kind of like. You know, very. It's still like, despite it, you know, feels like maybe it's it's fallen a little bit. It's kind of it's still at a very powerful point in the grand scheme and history of the world and history, right? Mm. And so you could picture people a hundred, two thousand years from now, you know, um, saying, "Well, we found evidence that these people used to have oxycontin for breakfast." Early in the morning, they would take it. We found footage that they would take these things in the morning. It was likely breakfast. And they would treat it as a superfood from these ancient people Mm -hmm. who used to take Mm -hmm. this stuff. And they go, look, it would make them feel invincible and not feel pain. Anyway, this is very funny. Um, (laughs) But, you know, people love to... Love to... Yeah. Yeah. You seen this thing about iceberg lettuces being really expensive right now? Um, yeah, like ten bucks for an iceberg lettuce or yeah. some shit. Um, yeah, what's all that about? Uh, I mean, they're I mean they're they're good. I know, but why? They are good. Do you think it's it's a tweet to say if homeowners can't afford the the interest rate hike? Hmm. Um, Maybe they should stop buying in, in, they, iceberg lettuce. They shouldn't be spending all their money on iceberg lettuce. Yeah, I, I think that could be Not something. Quite a joke, yeah. but it's supposed Not to quite be. no. I mean, who would have thought that iceberg lettuce? You know, a lettuce that was neglected for so long, right, in favour of rocket. You know, it was a very unfashionable lettuce, the yeah. iceberg lettuce, for yeah. a long period, and. Despite the fact that, like, eating eating iceberg lettuce, like, if you were to pick any of the lettuces to just eat by itself, iceberg lettuce could be a really good time, especially once you get down to those inner layers. Oh, yeah. Um, it gets real good down there in the core. Well, yeah. Indiana said that when she was younger, she used to just just sit around just eating iceberg lettuce all the time. Just, like, just she just... Of a nighttime, just finish off an iceberg lettuce. Obviously, That's those days really... are behind us. Mm. Wow. What are some other things that we could come up with ads for? Yeah. That people, you know, you know, like how there's the egg board, all right, and they do ads for eggs. They're like eat an egg. What about we do a series of ads for like call your dad, right? Call your dad. And it's ads. Call your dad. This is, you know, and if if I guess if a, enough dads got together, yeah, right, we could we could form a dad board, yeah, and, and it's we called, could call um, your bed, call your no, call your we, dad, well, not call your bed. God, that would be a t- no. embarrassing <laughs> typo by the board of dads. Yeah, we'd we'd be really careful not to let that kind of thing slip through. At least not make it all the way to air. But you know that we would then have all this money that we get from you know dads who subscribe. And who are interested in dad issues? Or the dad's and we'd guild. use some of that, some of that money. This is from the dad's to, guild. 
the Dad's Guild. <laughs> this, this was paid for by the Dad's Guild. And, I mean, Dad's, I guess Dad's have a lot of things that they'd like to communicate to people. And yeah. we sort of, as Dad's, we do it more or less on a on a one-on-one one kind of a basis of, like, um, telling our kids individually over and over again things about, you know, putting on your shoes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if we could get together and form a union, you know, and and have our powers combined, we could really have some sway. Get people to call their dads. Call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean... No, I take it back. I take it back. Why? The, but I, I like the thing about call your dads. Okay, great. It started just talking about sway and things like that. I think you got this. You got distracted from the point. <laughs> it used to, Andy, it used to be all about calling the dads. Dads desperate for people yeah. to call them. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, pooling their resources. And then I was like, we're trying to talk about how the guild's going to work. Well, they could work this out in a boardroom, I was thinking. Uh, Andy, you know what, actually, while you were talking, and so maybe there was some good stuff in there, I started thinking about, you know, if dads did pull their resources, (laughs) they could Mm -hmm. maybe, because, you know, like, sometimes dads are less, contribute less to the housework and things like that, right? But often, house cleaners and stuff like that, they're paid by the hour. But if you, if the board of, if the dad's guild just hired some cleaners to go from house to house... Mm. Um, on a weekly wage, mm. it might it might be cheaper overall. <laughs> it could be, you know. And then yeah. we can say, "Yeah, I'm about to go do my part, my share <laughs> of the clean." And they only have to clean half of the house. <laughs> yeah, or the dad, the dad say, "Look, I do my part of the housework. I pay my subscription to the dad's guild." Mm. And hey, by the know, way, hun, ten- have you called your dad recently? You know, he's doing some of the work <laughs> for the guild. This is also how you yeah. pay it off because, you know, dads yeah. need to get calls. But also because yeah, the yeah. dads have invested in the phone company. <laughs> you know, the dads have invested in the phone company. So they actually, to be honest, they're actually not that interested in taking phone calls as most dads aren't. Right. But, <laughs> right. but they get they get people to call their dads and rack up their yes. phone bills because yeah. then a lot of the money that the dads oh. have invested is then is then making its own money and then that's going to pay for the cleaners as well. Wow. So we find out that, that the whole dad industry is actually this sort of a scam that they've got going. By big dad. By big dad. Yeah. Big daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I that mean. Dads, so that dads can do their fair share. Finding out that dads, all dads, somewhere, oh, somehow, are Sorry. involved in some oh, kind of a scam. Baby was waking up and I didn't go, and then Deanna's in a class. Um, oh, I must say. Do you need to go now? No, 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 not go. I can just, I'll just go check. You, you say your thing and I'll be back. Yeah, no, that's all right. I mean, see, if there was a dad guild... Um, there could be there could be some sort of a a system that would take care of this, but no, I was thinking right 
Like, what could we... T- if we could find out somehow that all dads are involved in some kind of a scam, right? Actually, Alistair might have had a bit about this at one point, about that trick that people do where they find a coin behind your ear, how that could be a form of money laundering. I'll have to check this when he gets back. But, like, that you... and. I guess then this would have to be uncles. It would have to be some sort of an uncle scam where uncles are all in on something. And it turns out that when they're finding the coins behind the ear of a of a youngster, that is a form of money laundering. And that they would have to be turning over like billions of dollars a year. A, uh, um, I'm, I've just you know, and, and returned. Alistair... Did you have a bit about finding a coin behind somebody's ear being a form of money laundering? I think maybe there's a chance we did. The, uh, wait, well, I did have a bit about. Wait, I had a, like a one-liner that was about um, my uncle. No, wait. Yeah, it was a tax thing, I think. Um, right. And then, but I couldn't tell anybody. Like my uncle, something, something like that. Something, something, but I couldn't tell anybody about it because he had my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good bit. But, okay, well, I was just basically coming up with that again. I wanted to have the idea. I, I was riffing off my idea of all dads being involved in some sort of a scam, right, that 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 something about being a dad is a scam. But then I thought that the finding of the... But then I just recounted your bit, right, that, like, the finding of the coin behind the year is actually a form of money laundering. And if we could do this on an industrial scale or we could, if we could look at the cumulative effect of all the coins found behind the ears of people by uncles, we see that it actually is turning over, like, billions of dollars a year and that it is involved in some way in, like, a major, in major drug trades or something like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, wait, uncle. I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, my uncle hid money behind my ear as a way of avoiding tax. I wanted mm. to tell the authorities, but I couldn't because he had my nose. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. If it was the uncles, if it was the the, the uncles guild, no, it's the guild now again. But <laughs> it's funny, by the way, that no, we were doing guild. that we were doing a joke about dads not doing their fair share, and then suddenly Indiana had <laughs> to go. And deal with it's incredible. the baby waking up while I was <laughs> coming up with that very idea of a way of getting around that. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at the concept of us not contributing. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, okay, wait. So, wait. Just say. I mean, it is also funny, the idea of all dads getting together. Yeah. And having some sort of a system whereby now your dad might not come and help and do what you needed in the moment, but a dad will get to you, Mm. right? And if, you know, this could be enabled via, um, you know, some sort of app very easily. Oh, yeah, you think so? And I guess dads would have to have a pretty, you know, dads who are part of this app if you sign up to this thing, you'd have a pretty standardized uniform and 
you know, so dads would be pretty easily recognizable with a checkered shirt tucked into their chinos or whatever it is. Man, that's exactly what I was picturing too. Sort of small wireframe glasses. Like sort of black, black wireframe with the sort of thick lenses. Um, And he'll... And the you know, code so, and, the, so, and the and the and the the call of distress is is just uh, I grazed my knee. Yeah, and then right. it's, it's, it sends out a message to the person says I grazed my knee, and then that'll have coordinates in there somehow that you can decode mm. with a. Um, and then dads dads in the area look at their phones. They get a they get an alert, and they can accept a job, I suppose, within two hundred meters, run along. And help the kid, but your or whatever your it is. thing is making it seem like these dads are doing actually a ton more work than. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess I guess because you know some dads are not would you know you get to have time off I suppose yeah you know it's more flexible well, it, it responds to the needs of modern dads who don't want everybody to always does it be really, on the job. everybody does like ten dads does does every job together very fast so that you never have to like suffer through anyway i'm not sure mm. i'm not 100 sure i was just trying to find a way for us all to pull our resources so that we could just get cleaners <laughs> yeah no that's good and, too. but but we do it under the charity idea of call your dad right and so mm. it's just about it, it makes it seem like it's about men's health people are always calling yeah. and they say can i talk to mum?" Mm. but actually call your dad and we're just trying to double the amount of time they're spending on the phone. We've meanwhile we've invested in the phone companies because <laughs> we're pulling our money um, and using it to spend on clean ears for our half. <laughs> I mean, I, I pick for this for this um, uncle's laundering yeah. um, money behind the ear of kids. I mean, it's quite funny to picture. An uncle reaching behind a kid's ear and pulling out a wad of like a hundred thousand mm. dollars or something yeah. like that. We're like, oh, look at that! Here, you can keep some of this. But let's just—we all know where this came from. It was behind his ear. I don't know. I don't know about the exact uh, dialogue in the scene, but you know, explaining to the police if if anyone if anyone asks or talking to the. Accountant. I don't know how money laundering works, and I don't know who checks up on these things. But you, it's you know, you know, know now that works. I guess it's now that the casinos that are under more got, scrutiny, you you do work for for cash. But in order to, but if you get all this cash, then at some point, if you have these crazy expensive assets that nobody can explain where you got that money from. Mm then you need to find ways of making it seem like this money's come from a legit source. So you might take that money down to the casino and make it seem like you got winnings because you put it in and then you take it out or whatever. Yeah, I think th- I think there's some, there's some obviously there's some details there. Or you could or you could say that, you know, maybe you run a very cash heavy business. So you run a muffin shop. Mm. And you know people who sure. buy muffins, mostly buy muffins by you know cash, and so then you just say mm. that you've sold more muffins than you actually have, and then suddenly you've all got all this money that now you can put on your mortgage or whatever. You just cook the books yeah. as well as sure. the muffins. Indeed. 
So yeah, no, I don't no, know if no, you no, can no, launder money behind sense. people's ears, but you can you could definitely store some money there. You could keep no, it's I like keeping it launder, offshore. I think you could launder it behind people's ears. Because I think the premise of finding money from behind somebody's ear is that the money has come from thin air. Thin air. Yeah. Right? And that but also the the origin is then explained in a in a form that society accepts. We sure. we don't Ask any deeper questions. Sir, how come you have this Ferrari? Well, my brother mm. was visiting the house with his new mm. kids. And uh, I checked and behind I, my nephew's ear. Lo and yeah. behold, there was $600,000 <laughs> behind there. Oh, I, I suppose you want to go. You want to go and tell him. You should have seen the look on his face. He was so happy. What are you going to go and tell him, mm. young Jobathan? You're going to tell young Jobathan that that's Jobathan. not where that where that money came from. Is that is that what Job is short for? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jobathan. Mm. That was the first um, in the in the God's tortures of Job. Yeah, the first. Torture was that he was actually called Jobathan. It started very early. Yeah, I guess he put put it in his mom's head. Mm. Um, Alistair, I reckon we've probably got five sketch ideas. Yeah, and I use all of those terms loosely. What of it? Well, you know what happens okay, when now, we get to five sketch ideas. Okay. Well, well, that's right. We have th- three words from a listener. Now, Andy, I don't know if you know about this, but we have three listeners. No, we we have listeners. And they can donate to the Patreon and then be able to donate three words from a listener, usually themselves. Um, yes. Uh, and this one comes from, I think it's Jared Schaffer, or it could be Jared Schaefer. Uh, and, but those are the only two options. Or Jared. <laughs> Jared Schaffer. I wonder if there were the names Jared and Gerard. I wonder if they've got completely independent ob- uh, origins and that's just an example of convergent evolution. No, I don't think anything is is that separate from each other. It seems like we've owned, there's only like 12 names and there's just male yeah. and female versions and of we them. we fuck around with them. And, yeah. And in every language, you know. Um, now, Andy... I ho- I hope I live to see Dennis make a comeback. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna. I'm I'm gonna have three more kids, and all three of them are gonna be called Dennis, <laughs> just so that you can have your dream. Thanks, man. Um, Andy, now because I couldn't tell whether or not uh, these words I we had already done them before, I've said them to you already. But mm. do you want to try and guess what they are? Do you already know what they are? I think they're coming back to me now. Yeah. It's bacteria-fed beef. Yes. So apologies for you know removing the game element here. But mm. it is bacteria-fed beef. Mm. Now, um, so, uh, I mean, I love those words. I love them so much. Mm. Something that it brings to mind for yeah. me immediately is, um, you know, uh, lab-grown meat, right? Yeah. So you can grow meat in a lab, but it, you know, but but it turns out that the only way to grow that 
meat is to feed it other meat. Um, and yeah. so it's, I guess it's a way of meat laundering then, isn't it? That you're like, you're getting meat from the fields, from cows yeah. and that sort of thing. And then you're feeding that meat to some sort of organism, some sort of bacteria or whatever that you've got in the lab that then turns it into completely new meat oh, bacteria uh, meat. that you could then sell for a, in a, in a lab growing But is it burger. bacteria meat? I guess it's a kind of bacteria meat. I mean, I don't know how they make the meat think, that they make I in labs. I think you are describing just like... Because that happens, let's say, when like a lion eats meat. That <laughs> mm. makes yeah. it into new meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. But but this is happening in a lab, right? And there's yeah. I guess the Could it happen in a boardroom? And people are just describing it happening. Fuck you, Alistair. <laughs> fuck you. There is an intermediate organism that is a non meat organism. Yeah. Right? And and so it is. It is meat laundering. You know, I think. I think this is probably I think meat that's laundering. An but interesting concept. But meat laundering. I think you're taking the idea of laundering in a way that sense that it doesn't mean the same origin. Meaning. I completely disagree. <laughs> Where did you get this meat? Well, it's just. <laughs> I got it from this lab, this very legitimate place where meat just appears. Um, yeah, they grow it in a lab. It's okay, I can eat it. Do you think they still eat a lab-grown meat? Do you think they still grow it in a lab, or do you think they would do that in a factory or something? Though? It feels yeah, like it's early, an early it's stages. Really good point. It feels like it's an early <laughs> stages of the process kind of thing that now it's actually probably in a factory-grown meat. Yeah. Are you going to take a, yeah. take a precious lab space? These fucking places mm. that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that only work in lab conditions, right? And uh, what people do then is they're like, "Oh, this actually isn't re- useful in the real world because it only works in lab conditions." Well, I disagree. You know what we need to do? Just make a bigger lab. Bigger lab. We could all be in a lab. Just make it. Just turn everything into a lab. Suddenly. Lab conditions are real world conditions. Problem solved, fucker. Turn the world into a lab. Yeah. yeah. Then we're always in laboratory conditions. Well, that's true. Everybody's got a little white coat. Well, you just you gotta know? you just gotta change your definition of what a lab is. Think about this. Seems what if a me. lab was sort of like the the kind of gravel area under a tree that's planted on the street in the city? Well, then there you and you me go. are sitting yeah. in a lab right now. Um, um, what about this? What about you know, like you know, sometimes like people would go to like Thailand or something like that, or some country, and oh, then yeah. and then like they've got these like these kind of medical processes where it's like you put your feet in some water and then like some fish come and eat your dead skin. Yeah. What about that? But it's like you dangle your feet in like a pit of cows and they come and eat your bacteria <laughs> and they just like or you d- just dangle there like they just dangle you from under your arms yeah or you slide your head into like kind of like what looks like a boxer's helmet right but mm. it actually has an underneath thing that kind of just dangles you from your whole head and then you get yep. just you just get lowered into like a pit of cows. 
Right, like they would lower that um, like goat a, into the T-Rex enclosure or yeah, the Velociraptor yeah, yeah, enclosure yeah. in Jurassic or Park. Like, or like a throw a Christian yeah. into like a pit of lions or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But you get lowered down and these and cows get, just like lick on you and kind of like, you know, suckle and things like that. They just... Wow, wow. Yeah, okay. They just... But it's yeah. just like they're just pulling bacteria off. Yeah. And then you... Right. And, and then and then and, you leave. And then you leave. Right? And, then, and, then, and they slaughter one of the cows yeah. and they give you... And they feed it They to give you. you a steak. Yeah, a steak. And then you can take that. And you can do that once a day. Yeah. And so then... And you're unemployed. And so this is how you feed your family. Mm. <laughs> and I call it... <laughs> And, and it's like I call it. That's really good. And, and, this is and how, I think it's. I mean, this is actually a way of laundering bacteria. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of. It's <laughs> the tax office is the bacteria office is going. How do you explain this abundance of bacteria on your feet? And I go, oh, <laughs> you have not been making this bacteria legitimately. You go, well, how about this? Oh well, you've made that steak um, in a legitimate, legitimate way. Obviously, I mean, I just think what I find that what, my favorite bit of the, about this is the detail that you are unemployed, right? You don't have a job, and that the sort of I guess the indignity for your family, for your kids, mm. of explaining that what your dad does for a living yeah. to keep you afloat. <laughs> Is get loaded into a pit of cows naked and have them lick all over his body <laughs> so they can subsist on his bacteria. It doesn't seem like this is like, I think there are going to be losses along the way. I don't think this works out mathematically well, I think as a scheme, somehow, but somehow I think it's you... so undignified and that makes it very yeah, funny to but, me. But yeah, but somehow like the rest of the cow is profit for that company. Yeah. You know, so you just go. You know, I understand. Yeah, and it, it feels mm-hmm. like you're kind of not depositing as much as you're taking away every day. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe you like, it. maybe you sh- Shit into the cow's mouths as well and stuff like that. So that you know, yeah, because there's heaps of bacteria in there and stuff like that. So you like the like wait for weight. You're depositing more than you're taking away that day. Right, and they're licking your butt clean and stuff like that because they're so hungry for yeah, it. Right? And they're like, yeah, and they're and they're, you're like maybe you're having to spit in their mouths and stuff like that. I now, but I'm now picturing the dad coming into like careers day, the kids' careers day, and explaining his. um, <laughs> to the whole class, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you see him there. You see him <laughs> at a party, I guess, having a drink. Actually, I'm going to work now. If you want to come in and see what I do, 
I got to do it once a day. So I actually never have a day off. Yeah. You know that steak you're eating? Wow. <laughs> mm. That's actually this because it's a barbecue in their backyard. That's yeah, actually wow, um, that's nice. That's actually from yesterday. That's a genuine shit-fed cow. That's a well bacteria-fed beef. Bacteria-fed, yeah, sure. Ah, uh, nice, nice. I think we did it, Al. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a sketch idea. Okay. Uh, and a good one. Yeah. Good one. It's a nice, clean little mainstream little idea. Yeah. You know. So okay, well here's some of the ideas that we have from today. Um, I'm uh, I'm really not looking forward to hearing them today. You're not. Sometimes I really look forward to hearing them back, and then sometimes I feel um, a bit of apprehension. Okay, well here we go. Well, there's whacking off down river. Okay, um, well now I'm back on board. Yes, and then you know, so this is just somebody who masturbates in a river and <laughs> they get carried away by the current. And they kind of are bouncing off of rocks and things like that. I'm telling you, you get carried away. Yeah. And then we've got a sci-fi Greco-Roman arm wrestle. I really like that. Actually, I have an idea like that for in my novel. Um, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Writing a sci-fi novel. I've written about a chapter and a half. And then I, I haven't given up. I've just put it aside. And we've got... really looking forward to, to learning more about it. Let's admit it, Andy. Neither of us would read it. Read it. Read my book. Even I wouldn't read it. <laughs> Reverse mugging, and and this is guy jumps out and threatens someone with a wallet. You stick a knife in my shoulder, or else I'll give you. Put this wallet straight in your pocket. <gasps> Don't do mm. it. Maybe I know you didn't really love that bit, but um, I had to. Like, I mean. I, uh, you know, I guess I was too heavily visualizing my own thing, and I didn't engage. No, you know what? what? And I, you know, what? I don't think I ever really heard what your thing was. Okay, great. That was an. I was opening the door so that you could hear it, so you could say it. Just then, yeah. Say it again now. Well, yeah. If you if you had already said it, then say it again. Literally, my entire idea, Alistair, was somebody jumping out and and shoving a wallet at somebody and then saying give me give me a knife yeah and and i guess the idea i was thinking about the idea that every in this world everybody carries around a knife yeah yeah and 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 yeah you know that's all i got yeah, yeah great. that's all i got really that's really good that's it's look it's probably thanks, cleaner man. and it's probably cleaner um thanks man then we got criminal gang using a a shared workspace. Mm. Um, that's great. Oh, I should write down the word meth kitchenette. That's good. Kitchenette. And we got family concerned about drug dealer's son is involved in multi-level marketing scheme. That's something. Mm. And we got oxycontinental breakfast. <laughs> And then we got the Dad's Guild. Call your dad. Um, <laughs> that turned out to be quite complex. Clean, cleaning scam. Mm. Um, but it still um, works. And then we yeah. got the uncles laundering behind kids' ears. And then we got the unemployed guy gets lowered into cow pit and gives <laughs> bacteria to them in exchange for steak. <laughs> 
I'm going to say, Alistair, that I wasn't fully present for a lot of today mentally. Yeah, right. And I think that comes across. Andy, I think in some a of the lot ideas. of these were Andy. They were really Andy-led ideas. Yeah, but I wonder if I put them out there and then I retreated into my own mind. Yeah, right. And and I, you know. Anyway, I hope I hope you, you had a good time, Alistair. I, got a lot and out. I hope the listeners are feeling all right. I got a lot out of this, Andy. Yeah, great. Um, it's great to talk to you. Andy, thank you so much. I hope it's also great to talk to you. And it is. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Okay. A root toot 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 root toot 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 root toot toot Oh, imagine that, being able Thanks, to cough everybody. downwards into your lungs. It would mm. be a way of eating with your lungs. Mm, here we go. Um, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us all the places you'd think you'd find us on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know why I don't tweet much anymore. Just, I guess, I don't have those ideas. I think you have been tweeting a bit, haven't you? No, uh, nah, but nothing good. Okay. Like feeble, feeble little offerings. Yeah. I'm going to do better. I'm no, going to do better. I'm doing real, you know, I'm doing some real garbage as well, don't worry. I've, I, what do you, tell me what you think of this idea, Alistair. Yeah. There's lots of old bits of metal in our yard up the back, yeah. right? Buried under the dirt from I don't know when. Like maybe must be like 30, 40, 50 years ago. Old weird bits of metal buried under the dirt. The yeah. dirt's really loose, so it's easy to find them. If you rake it over, you find all these weird bits of metal. Yeah. Do you think people would watch a live stream from the point of view of, you know, if I put a GoPro on my head, would they watch a live stream of me raking the yard and pulling out all these weird bits of metal oh, yeah, and indeed. trying to guess what they are? <laughs> yeah, I think so, Andy. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's almost a better idea than anything you've ever done. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, I think that's content. Oh, Andy, it's content. Um but speaking of content, you should buy my book, Gustav and Henry, with Peter Thomas. You can get it anywhere you anywhere you get podcasts. I mean books. I just bought I just bought eight copies and so you know it must be good. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> I I I fear asking why you bought eight copies of your own I book. I want to give them to people. I want to give them to people. And I've already given away all of my um, advanced copies. I want to send some to people overseas. But, you know, like next time an author um, recommends their book to you, yeah. ask them, uh, oh, okay, if it's so good, how many copies have you bought? And I'll be able to say I bought eight. So, Yeah, well, I've yeah. bought a few. Great. Then you got annoyed with me that I bought some, and then and I think they, then you, probably now you've realised that was that was a really bad move on your part. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, take care, Andy, um, and take care, thanks, everybody Alistair. else. And, and we, we love you. You. Bye. Toodles. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.